It's got one of my favorite closing scenes where they have this like, I think it, it sort of feels like a recreation of one of my parents' dinner parties. Right. Where like all these waspish neighbors have gathered around because their neighbors hate yeah. them all because they've sold them these fancy security systems that are shit and they've built a fancy house on it. And so they all decide to come over to kill them. Hey everyone, this is the 75th episode of the Flixwatcher podcast. How are you doing? Hi guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Flix Watcher. We are going to be reviewing The Purge, which is the first Purge, not the first Purge one that's out in the cinema, confusingly. Uh, in the studio, we've got Elizabeth. Hello. Eleanor. Hi. And as always, Kobe. Howdy. As always, guys, we have all the show notes online at flixwatcher.tv for all the episodes. So please come and visit us there. Of course, join us on Twitter at flixwatcherpod. And please come to iTunes, rate us and subscribe. Films reviewed in this podcast were available to stream on Netflix UK at the time of recording. There may be bad language and there may be spoilers. You have been warned. Hello and welcome to this episode of Flix Watch Podcast. I guess in the studio today are Eleanor and Elizabeth. If you would like to say hello to our lovely listeners and tell us where we might hear your work online. Uh, so I'm Eleanor and uh, you can hear my work on, uh, I run a podcast in my spare time called Radio Atlas, which is subtitling audio documentaries made in languages other than English. Uh, so you can find that wherever you get your podcasts. <coughs> Award winning. And and it's award winning. <laughs> Actually, no shit. I keep on saying it. It's not. It's like it's, one it's, second prize. It's there. Which That's is great. a surprise. I think it's more artistic. You made it credibility. to the Olympics. You qualified. You're on the podium. You're on the podium. <laughs> think about how much love the England team are getting. They didn't even come third. Yeah. And maybe the gold winners will like get disqualified for some reason, where people yeah. go back to the. Oh yeah. Podcast, yeah. Podcast I'm sure steroids. there's a lot of yeah. steroids. Yeah. yeah. Pod yeah. doping. It's yeah. true. I'm very against pod doping. Um, <laughs> Elizabeth. Um, uh, uh, you've got another one as well, haven't you? Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my 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 day job. I make radio documentaries, and I um the series producer of a, a podcast called Shortcuts as well. <laughs> Award winning. <laughs> that one is legit. <laughs> Award winning. No, we should that's, stop that's talking like about this. Not legit. Yeah, no, but actually, she's but it's not saying legit. it's not guys, legit. Guys, this is a very difficult <laughs> avenue. And are you worried I think about Elizabeth like should... the Reddits that you like the Reddit threads? Like, how dare they say the Radio Atlas is award winning? Like, how people are going to lose their minds? Yeah, I really don't want this to the be blown away. Yeah. Mm. Uh, my name's Elizabeth, and I'm a really big fan of the not quite award winning Radio Atlas. Thank you. And a massive fan of the award winning Shortcuts. Uh, I sing in a band called Summer Camp. And I'm currently making my first film, which is a film essay about romantic comedies. Of which The Purge is not um, one of those. I mean, <laughs> there's some, there's some romance. There's some romance. There's some romance. There's romance. Not comedy because it doesn't end some on a high note in the Shakespearean manner. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Um, before we go into that, your. Summer Camp was um, did the soundtrack for Beyond Clueless. That's that right? correct. Yeah, yeah. How, did, how did that come about? Uh, well, I knew Charlie. I used to edit a online an online magazine, and Charlie used to write for us. But he was basically too good for us. He was far too talented. And then we stayed friends. And then he started making um, films, or was about to make films. And I said, "Do you need any music?" And he said, "Yes." 
<laughs> but also Fair we enough. were neighbours, so it was really convenient. Well, I think it's really cool. And a lot of music I listen to now or hear of now is from TV and, and film because I don't listen to Radio uh, 1 anymore or any Radio 2 or anything that plays music generally. Um, so generally a lot of the new music I hear is from film and TV, which is a great place to hear stuff. Oh, yeah. I um, I love listening to film soundtracks. Mm. My favorite film soundtrack from last year was 20th Century Women. Did you see that film? Love that film. Oh my God, I love that film so much. And What's the soundtrack though? I can't remember it. Um, the, I can't remember what his name is. The original score is incredible, but also it's got a lot of like talking heads on it mm. um, and raincoats, but also just, just, it's just amazing. I recommend everyone check it out. Fantastic. We're always on the lookout for music scores, aren't we? To listen to. Yeah. Good to work too. Yeah, because I want, want something like good tune not tune just kind of stuff that washes over you and oh, absorbs yeah, yeah. you in the music and the and the focus i think it's it's kind of uh it's film soundtracks and film scores are so unusual because you do remember moments of the films and it's you kind of had this whole other layer to the music it's mm. really cool so we're talking about the perch you chose it eleanor yes Can you tell us why you chose <laughs> it and give us a two minute synopsis uh sure I, it was an interesting thing because it's, it's been a little while since I watched it. And so rewatching it uh, yesterday was interesting. I chose it because I love it with all my heart. Um, the Purge is based on a, it's a sort of societal horror movie. And it's based on the idea that um, in the near future in America, they have decided to try and what well, supposedly they're trying to kind of eliminate people's violent criminal impulses by having one day where all crime is legal. Mm. And as a lot of people have pointed out on Twitter, the crime, the only crime that you see in the purge is like, oh, I'm going to murder someone with a large axe or like build a guillotine rather than like, I'm going to do low level tax fraud <laughs> or like... <laughs> So it's kind of, they've certainly There's like... no white collar crime there, is there? No, well, not in a minute, but maybe that's an exciting yeah. um, thing. Because there was, I mean, one thing I'm sure we'll talk about is like this purge, the first purge, not the movie, the first purge that's actually the fourth purge, <laughs> kind of starts, is a very, very different type of film to the following ones. It's like mm. a home invasion thriller. And then it kind of goes into much bigger horror spectaculars. I remember like when we was watching the first one with friends that were sort of wondering if each one was going to hop genres. So it'd be great to see like a cybercrime purge, <laughs> which would would sort of lose the point that it's like very much hammering you over the head with. So it's kind of... Um, but you could be making so much money on yeah. that day. That's what I thought You could when just I was like literally yeah. like get all the Bitcoin yeah, just on that, on that just day. Just go into a bank yeah. and be like, can I have all of the money? And they thought, would they have to say yes? But yeah. they could just shoot you in the face and not get any. Oh, yeah. damn it. That's so true. You'd have, yeah, cybercrime is so much better. Yeah, safer. Yeah, mm. it's hard to play the perch. <laughs> but it's hard <laughs> to play the perch when you play the perch to win. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it, my favorite fact about the perch is that the man who wrote it and directed the first, well, he wrote all four and directed three of them, James oh. DeMonico, is also the writer of the Robin Williams vehicle, Jack. Have you ever seen the film Jack? Yes. No. Where Robin Williams... The man It's like Benjamin Button. Yeah, yeah, he grows up too fast. So it's Robin Williams playing like a seven-year-old. Oh, right. Kids, they grow up too fast. And it's directed by Francis Ford Coppola and it's a very really? weird... 
film mm. and that's James DeMonaco's other work oh, really? that you need to put in the same canon as The Purge. <laughs> it's similar to Big in that there's lots of uncomfortable moments where it's an, a grown man but he's being like a child. And, yeah. Because in, in Big he actually has sex, doesn't he? And yeah, that's really glossed mm. over. Really creepy. Yeah, we talk, we talk quite a lot about problematic things that when you actually think about it are icky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> try not to think too much. Yeah. That's the thing about films. You should just let them, let them flow over. Let them flow yeah, just over. Just don't criticize them at all. Have, apply no critical and thinking. I, I would say, on like a problematic note, The Purge, whilst coming, I think, from a good place of like trying to make something about the horror of inequality, it does have certain kind of bum notes like across the franchise. And I think James DeMonaco is someone who is very good at, well, not very good, like writes quite convincing white characters. Yeah. But I think it is kind of entrapped by his white perspective a lot of the time. So when you get to the third one election year, he's got a sort of Hillary Clinton white savior character. And so it's kind of, it has, it has problematic aspects to it as well as a thriller. Sure. Well, I was um, going to say that I didn't, I, I, that, that was a bit that I found a bit tricky to work out where, because of the fact that they're saying it's about society, but then all the characters that are saviors are white. And then I felt like it kind of didn't know what kind of film it wanted to be at one point. Well, let's get a synopsis first. Oh yeah, yeah. that was a terrible <laughs> synopsis. It's, um, just, it's So it starts with Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Ethan Hawke is your main guy. He lives in a gated community. There's like, there's a lot of notes in this that aren't subtle. So Ethan Hawke is a very rich man who lives in a gated community and is listening to the radio where people are like, inequality is very bad. Some people have a lot of money and some have less money. So he drives into his like fancy home and someone says like, thanks for selling me the security system for my house. Like you did everyone in this neighborhood. We owe you one. And he says, I hope you stay safe. And then he goes into his own very secure house, which he's just built an extension on because he's uh, like made loads of money selling security systems. And uh, he, you sort of see him at one point where he's like looking for a new yacht and there's one that he can like put a car on. He's like, do I need to have a car on my yacht? And at the same time, yes, in do. the background, you're like, maybe poor people are disproportionately affected by the purge because mm. they can't protect themselves. Um, and how much, how sort of spoilery do you want this synopsis to? Just, and you got another like 35 seconds. Oh Christ. All right. So, uh, they lock down the house and you think everything's safe, but actually it's maybe not safe. One, because, uh, the daughter is having sex with like a, a no good guy who tries to kill Ethan Hawke. And also because the uh, young boy in a moment of compassion sees a man outside who's obviously being chased by people and doesn't have anywhere safe to go. And he opens the door and lets him into the house and all the kind of plots unfold because the people who are hunting this man then come and say like, oh, we're good guys just like you. We just want to kill this guy. So just let him out and we'll kill him. We'll not do anything. But if you don't, we'll kill all of you. And so mayhem ensues. Killing. Killing. killing a lot of a huge amount of killing tickling yeah yeah weird yeah. tickling bit tickling. That, yeah where was the tickling there's and then a head it doesn't she get tickled i remember yeah by one of the like manson family-esque kind of ladies in a white nighty is like that's in fact was that do you reckon that was on um, purpose the manson family thing? i think so. there's a lot of like skipping around in frocks yeah. and stuff outside and it's kind very of very in right now as well like prairie fashion i've been listening <laughs> to um you must remember you know um ellen ellen Karina, Karina Longworthy, Longworth. yeah. yeah. 
She's got a series. Um, you must whole, remember this about the Manson family. Yeah, it's yeah. called specifically, you must remember the Manson family. Oh, right. And because I knew about obviously the killings and stuff like that, but I just generally did not know how deep that shit went. And yeah. that's obviously as someone who makes documentaries, both of you actually. Um, not really. No. <laughs> Ellie does that, not me. <laughs> we're making a documentary about um, rom-coms. Yeah, that's not the same as the Manson family. But anyway. Yeah, but that's, yeah. So that's well, How cool. deep does it go? It goes to his life, where it started, all the hippie stuff. Um, right, right, right. Like Helter Skelter. Skelter. Mm. Yeah, it goes like proper deep and dark into it. Because Tarantino's making, that's his next film. Isn't yeah, it? It looks, talking about that. I'm so excited. I don't know, but yeah, that's a really good point. I hadn't even thought about that. Um, yeah, well, I think like with with everything in The Purge, it, it doesn't really... It, it's not approaching any of this stuff with like subtlety. Mm. In yeah. its, um, so it's like, it's not a very thoughtful nod, I think necessarily. Um, but you do have this weird scene. Isn't that why the woman dies where she's like, it's a classic mistake. You know, when you like hold a knife up too high because you're going <laughs> to stab someone and you're like, well, I'm going to stab you in a minute. And then she decides to like tickle her first. Yeah. Being like, I'm really going to, I'm so evil. I'm going to tickle you and then I'm going to stab you. And that's why but she that's gets shot in the But that's a legit thing, like tickle torture. Do you remember that? Did you guys see that documentary? It's just called Tickle, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I've not seen it. Oh my gosh. Oh, we should not spoil where that goes. Yeah, that is yeah. an incredible documentary. So I want, I want to watch that as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely cannot handle being tickled. I would, I mean, I think I would Was find being stabbed Was that the scariest part worse. of the movie for you? In a way, yeah. in a way, yeah. No, I think, um, yeah, I think I love that though. It's like a, a way of showing that somebody's really, really vindictive, that they will tickle torture rather than just killing immediately. That shows a specific type of psychological, like... <laughs> mind games it's what are your thoughts helen um i've seen i've seen this before i haven't seen any of the other ones um i, I mean I, I've, I've got half a passing interest in seeing them so it'd be good to hear hear sort of how they they rate against this yeah you're you're a purge complete complete aren't you? I, I have recently just completed the purge mm. <laughs> i went to a screening where they had people wearing purge masks <gasps> who were and i realized that i was more scared than a purge happening in real life, I was more scared of like interactive theater with drama students <laughs> who'd been paid to wear them and like stand behind you and just- Oh, so no... was it like a secret cinema thing or were they just really enthusiastic? Oh people? no, it was like on the night, it was a press screening on the night right. that oh, it happened. And... <laughs> See if you have an award-winning podcast. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't invited. I just, I, anyway. <laughs> Someone else has stuck me in. Anyway, it was scary. It's who you know, isn't it? It is. It's true. Yeah. Or you know where the fire exit is and you can- Jimmy opens. I am the person yeah. that the purge is critiquing. The main guy in it reminded me a lot of Michael, but not the main guy. The main scary guy. Yeah, Wakefield is his name. Reese Wakefield. He's quite Michael Pitty. Very Michael Pitt in Funny Games, and Funny Games is one of my favourite films. Uh, I thought, but he also I found out he uh, was in Home and Away. Oh right, for, an Australian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Antipodean import. That is amazing. That the like that these like soap operas, the number of actors that have come. Yeah, Anna Fisher, Guy Pearce. Um, one from Gladiator. I mean, Australia is a big place. You'd expect like... Yeah, but Neighbours though, Home and Away. How's, how's that a breeding ground for yeah. like, quality actors? Well, I mean, it's an outlet. Kylie, but, Jason. But, but it's like somebody from Doctors, yeah, like, like suddenly being in a Scorsese film. Your man who's Jim Davidson, Jim Robinson, he's in everything. Yeah, Jim Robinson. Do you remember when Jim Robinson died? Yeah, that was, that was horrific. <gasps> that was heartbreaking. How Didn't could he do come that back at 5.30... No, that was Harold. Harold awesome. came back. Yeah, Harold he came back. he just. Been, do you remember the scene where the one where Harold was wearing like like latex? No, what? I feel like that Is might that have just he, been a dream. Came back? <laughs> just um, no, yeah, but 
no one from EastEnders has gone on to do anything amazing, have they? There was one lady There's who one. did, but I think she wore too much fake tan at the premiere. Is it Marley, uh, Martin McCutcheon in... Uh, oh my God, he wrote that part for her in um, in, in Love Actually. So, Purge. Um, <laughs> so you said you've, seen, you've only seen the first one, Helen. But yes. Why, why are you not interested in seeing the... Or why you... Why haven't you seen the subsequent two, three? Um, I don't really know. I've never really felt probably I, I, I got enough from this first one. I mean, it's a really interesting concept. I quite enjoyed um, reading the IMDb reviews of this because um, basically they're all just going, it's film, it's terrible, it's a stupid idea, it Who's never would that? happen. Everyone on IMDb. And oh, that's how they're what? saying it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's that voice. It's yeah. film stupid. And you, you, you kind I mean, of have to stupid. get, I mean, it is, but it's it's kind of an interesting idea that, you know. Interesting, just, stupid. But I think you, if you, you kind of have to get over that and forgive some of the plots because obviously they, they were just kind of whinging that. He should never have opened the door. But it wouldn't have been a film then. Mm. So it, it's interesting how it feels a bit more timely now as well than it did when it was made. But it's almost, because uh, uh, you think of like a show like Handmaid's Tale, which to me is similar in tone of the sort of dystopian nightmare um, or funny games as well. Or do you remember the Liv Tyler film, The Strangers? Have you ever no. seen that? It's another that home invasion. she's in one. a house. Yeah. And it, it, like this it all takes place in one house. But this, I think bringing in the like social um, aspect yeah, made it feel much more like, ooh, Isn't this that, could really happen, guys. <laughs> well, it's kind of, I, it's very on the nose. There's no yeah. subtext. There's just text. But it's, it's kind of what I like when I like a horror movie and I'm quite a, a baby with violence or gore. I, I quite like things that sort of have embedded a message that is, it's trying to kind of hold a mirror up and horrify you with something societal and to kind of make it very vivid and visceral and uneasy and mm. real. And so I think this is trying to do that with kind of economic inequality and, um, and it makes it very vivid and it's very recent and like, yeah, it's very uncomfortably um, relevant. Mm. How many people, what percentage of people do you think would go out on the purge to kill if it was to happen in real? Cause it seems like a lot of people are very happy just to, yeah, I'm going to kill Dave. Um, the other repercussion is a little killing would, party yeah, all that's going to happen yeah. I'm not going to go to jail that's the only thing that's stopping me is that I'm not going to get sent down for this nonsense so I'm just going to go do you think there'd be a lot of life. like AA Jill Gil Jill I can't remember how he says his name like oh I'm just just to see how it feels like he did with um, a gorilla he shot a gorilla just to see what? how it feels I yeah, mean amazing writer that's, my, that's, that's, that's just giving me goosebumps there that's horrible but, yeah that's it was hor- really horrible um, but I, I that's pretty close to killing a human. Yeah, it very. I think that's why that was kind of what he said was mm. he wanted to know the kind of feeling of killing something like that. So I can imagine maybe some people would be doing that, but I think it would be way less than we see It'd in the film. Most people sitting at home under the cushions, going, yeah. "I want it all to be over." Imagine well, like if it was if someone did Trump come and try and kill you though, and it was like someone you really didn't think would ever try and like really you. What did I do? That's what would happen. Like the lollipop lady or something yeah. like that. Come and batter you to death with the <laughs> lollipop. Like when you were seven years old. I've always hated you. I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> I should what? say a lot of this gets addressed in the first purge, the fourth purge. Okay. Oh. Is about like when you do it the first time, what, oh, it's the what's first happening purge. and why, why, how do they play with it in order to change 
how people engage okay. because of the sinister underlying I can't remember the name of the regime in this, the new founding fathers. Yes. I can remember yeah. the name of the regime in this. I love the perch. So uh, there's the new founding fathers who are a very uh, sinister kind of ruling body and what they're like at- actively trying to so encourage So they incentivize it. They, they incentivize a certain type of killing. And uh, because it's, They you know, ease you in. Because they're trying to kind of eliminate areas of society yeah is that what this is all yeah of course it is yeah so that's why we don't see so much of the white collar crime you don't see the swordfish no oh would love the swordfish reboot of this john travolta (laughs) in there was that john travolta swordfish yeah and hugh jackman wasn't it oh yeah john travolta wasn't it wasn't it yeah yeah um right so not many people would kill we've established that what would you do on purge day though you knew it was coming around Mm. What would be your plan of action? Just like steal it. Just go to a restaurant and not pay. <laughs> <laughs> just like a really great restaurant. So you're going to engage in it yeah. in some way, but however minor. Oh, I didn't. I th- oh, I feel like I I thought we were all going to engage in it. Are we not all No, engaging? you can't be morally complicit with the purge. You've got to fight against the existence no, of the purge. No, I mean, I'm, I'm just asking this an open Wait, hang question. on. Kobe, are you saying you would engage with the purge? I'm saying I would get on a plane over to Brazil and just stay away from that. I'm assuming the purge is just in the, in the States. It is, but then you see, do you not feel, because again, be you're buying into the, the, like, the plane that'll be like, purge time? No, but that's what I'm saying, two weeks ahead. I'm planning ahead. Oh, so you're going to yeah. go on holiday? Go on holiday. Yep. Watch it and see what happens on Twitter. Oh my God, it, yeah, it would be massive online, wouldn't it? Yeah, there yeah, be lots of shit going down. But you see, you can't just buy yourself, the message of the, of this, the first purge, the actual first purge film is that, you know, you can't protect yourself with money because you're just complicit you, in this terrible system. You could do if you actually bought... <laughs> you just protected yourself. Yeah, if you, how do if you, you put, like, reinforced glass on, on your guys, window? The takeaway of this movie yeah. is not he needs better security. He needs better. That is, what about if you get on a plane and take people with you? So oh, yeah. you get as many people out of the country as you can who don't have the money to get out. Is that... I think, you, I think you've got to fight against the fundamental existence How of the How do you do that? Oh, okay, kill the, so you, founding, the new founding fathers. So you want me to reframe it? Well, actually, it? There is, there's a caveat in purging, <laughs> where which is taken off in purge three election night, which is that you can't kill political figures. Oh, so oh, Trump would have been there. A key I mean, is he a political figure? I think that's... Maybe the purge is a good idea. Okay, so we have to stay in the country. Is that what you're saying? We can play this game, but have to stay in the country. I just, I just think in the, I, you, you can't pay your way out of it. I think you just have to fight against the existence of the purge. You shouldn't participate in the purge. How, like, how can you fight? Because if you go out to protest or do anything like that, you're just going to be, you know, Killed. meet meet food for the taking. Well, in, there's various different ways. If you watch Purge 2, 3 and 4 that you can look in, there's like political action. There's people who go out and help people medically oh, in it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it but is they, nice. People just take- You're just out at your restaurant getting your free meal. It was a great meal. Do you wait until when the Purge starts at 7pm <laughs> and then you're like 6.59, yeah, can like, I have the bill? So um, I want to have a table tasting menu, but I would tip the waiters loads. Yeah, but then they'll just get killed on the way out because people now have money on them. I don't, I don't think everyone would be killing. I think most people would just be like, oh, I'll steal a Snickers. Yeah, and go home and have a nice cup of tea. But then you'll get raided. If they can't protect themselves with all the money, he was about to buy a yacht with a car inside it. Do you I'm, know, how would you be safe? That's why I'm saying get a plane, get out of there. 
I guess the problem, the way that the, the best thing <laughs> way for the purge to not work is if nobody believes in the power of the purge. So if all of us don't engage with the purge in any way and just like, nah. I would say so that that strategy is undermined by the fourth purge, the first purge, but <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. So this, you're saying like Labyrinth, her, like everyone declaring you have no power over me. Exactly. And everything falls apart. Exactly. You know. And then we all but have a little dance. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, like maybe we should all go into the woods and do like some other kind of ritual. Flash dance. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what would you do, Helen? I'd sit in the dark with my cat and wait for all to go away. Do you think you'd be safe in your in your? I'd place? turn the lights out so they wouldn't know anyone was in. Oh, I like trick or treaters. That's what I do with yeah. trick or treaters. Just <laughs> pretend you're away. <laughs> Which is me and my husband. Leave some like, candy ah. outside. Because <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand the rigmarole with trick or treating, and we never have chocolate in our house. That's not true. We always have dark chocolate in our house. Kids don't like that though. Not like a chunk of lint. <laughs> Can we talk about Ethan Hawke? Always, sure. Free day. This was his his brief foray into horror. So he also made Sinister about this time as well. Do I'm you not think Sinister? What happens in that? Oh, yeah, what is that? Oh, it's great. There's um. Has, I, I, have you seen Sinister? No. Oh, what's his name? Mister Bogey or something. There's this kind of um really creepy horror uh, videotape they find of these really creepy video things and people get murdered in really horrible ways. I recommend it. <laughs> it does sound sinister. <laughs> so what what so we we we're big fans of Ethan Hawke. Although I don't think we've reviewed a film of his. Not here. No. But we talk about the, we, we decent talk, talk about him we talk reasonably. About sun, the, the Sunrise Have trilogy. Have you not done the um the most recent one he did with Julianne Moore and Greta Gerwig? No, but I have seen that. That's the... Tangent. Yeah. <laughs> Take it as, of course. Sorry. Do you think yeah. with Ethan Hawke, do you think that he... I think this question's for Ellie. Do you think that he was pitched... In his head, what do you think he thought this film was? Do you think that he knew that it was going to be like four High films? concept horror. I think... I think it's a it's a compelling premise. I think Ethan Hawke read the script and was like, "This is a horror movie that's that's trying to." Say, it's not like because a lot of horror movies you see they might reinforce very conservative premises. So it's like you should be afraid of the other. You shouldn't go out don't of this. It like yeah. yeah, don't have sex. What you're gonna do? Whilst whilst this is is horror trying to kind of talk about a message, being like, be afraid of vast structural inequality in your society. And uh, but it, and you can't buy your way out of it. And I think Ethan Hawke would have jumped on board with that. Ethan Hawke so- was well into this film because he actually because it was made for such a little budget. Yeah, him and Lena Headey, although she's obviously would have get paid less because she was less well known then than she is now. And she's a woman. Truth. <laughs> um, but they're all like, okay, well, we like the idea. Going to get super no money. Uh, Ethan Hawke stayed on. I think it's the producer's couch, Jason Blum's couch. Oh my god. Uh, to during the film so they didn't have to pay for all the hotels and nonsense that a lot of actors normally have to normally pay for so he was yeah he was probably into the story so yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, that, I think he's the world's biggest your... purge stand he's, he's got that right level of self-righteous mm. kind of asshole about him self-righteous what even of, generally or the character the character the character and still kind of thinks he's doing right for his family even though obviously he's not how is he not doing right for his family though? Because he's installed these shoddy security systems and, and he's just kind the of murdering. not there. Yeah. 
killing. He, he does he um, does jump to that a bit quick, doesn't he? Yeah. All that. No, nah, I'm not really into it. But you're probably killing. so amped up. Because mm. how many how many times has the purge gone on by this point? It's, it's like pretty it's ingrained, unclear. isn't it? It doesn't say how many purges into the purge that you are. So you've thought about it. You know what you do. But this is people coming into, into his house. I think that's a different scenario. You're protecting your family. You've just been shot up by mm. your daughter's boyfriend. He's not daughter's very sympathetic to the person they take dick. in, though. You're sorry? He's not very sympathetic to the guy that they take in. No. Touch yeah. him in the wound. Yeah, but that's, I mean, it's unfortunate he reacts that way. But also, I don't. I, I agree with the, the, the haters on, on lines like, dude, little kid. Why'd you let him in? But then they like say it wouldn't have been a film. I like um, the little kid. The little kid's got compassion. He's the moral the compass. little kid he's the moral, is fighting yeah. against the immorality of the purge. But he's been shot up. He's been shot up by his Does he come back? Is he? Does he ever come back in any of the other storylines? Ethan Hawke. No. Oh, because I was going to. Spoiler. Gonna, I don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. As a ghost. <laughs> um, does the little boy come back? Yeah. I no. don't think so. Not recognisably. No. There's um there are a couple of recurrings later on, but I don't think anyone from this purge no. comes back. Because the setting complaint just changes completely. Yeah. So this one's really, really sort of tight chamber piece. And mm. then everything they just absolutely lose their minds. And you have with the like with every other purge, you get intercut. You have sort of a plot line with people you're following, and then you'll just have musical trailer montages where they'll be like, someone's got a guillotine <laughs> and they're doing it to like banging EDM music or something. And uh, yeah, so it's um, it's a wild, it's a very different uh, experience watching those like spectacle ones. Yeah, because this to me felt like a very kind of contained film. I didn't really feel like I needed a sequel to it. And I think that that's in a way it's a shame, although I know that you enjoy the other purges. I feel like it is a bit of a shame because... It's, I think it's weird, isn't it? When some films are turned into franchises, you sort of see them in a different way. Mm. Um, and I felt like that with this. The Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> oh, The Matrix is really ruined by The Matrix at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I quite like the, the, the bottle aspect of the chamber piece aspect. Of it. That's what makes it really tight for me mm. as, a, as a film. And high concept really works within this kind of construct really well. Uh, when it does expand into other places, it, be, it does become a bit silly, but it's still quite an entertaining thing because you're like, well, they're allowed to kill for 12 hours. Let's see how they're going to kill. Um, do whatever they want. There's yeah, one they want. in the fourth episode, there's one where someone tries to break into a cash machine, which is like the only time you see another different type of crime, oh, really? which is very exciting. Um, but yeah, part, I mean, high, high concept films tend not to stick the landing that much. Do you, how, how well do you think this one stuck the landing? Did it carry it through to the end? What the concept? Yeah, I mean, it's got it's got one of my favorite uh, closing scenes in this. I think the ending of this is just beautiful. At the end, where they have this like, I think it, it sort of feels like a recreation of one of my parents' dinner parties, right? Where like all these waspish neighbors have gathered around because their neighbors hate yeah. them all because they've sold them these fancy security systems that are shit and they've built a fancy house on it, and so they all decide to come over to kill them. Because it just classic neighbors, and um, like Lena, what's yeah, her name? Lena Heady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and it, it was almost like Ramsey, it was like Ramsey Street, but like amped up. Yeah, mm. mar marginally like more violent than or the place where Kevin Callis lives in Home Alone. Oh yeah, that's Sherman, a very Illinois. violent movie. Yeah, that is yeah. a that is a he that kid needs help. Like, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. 
Anyway, you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> but it ends with this closing uh, where the wife, Lena Hedy, is trying to like shut down all the violence. So she's gathered all these neighbors around mm. and she's kind of sitting there with a gun. And uh, she turns away to look at like her children crying over Ethan Hawke. And one of her neighbors tries to grab the gun and she like smashes her face into the table and says like, no more violence. And then it just sits in awkward silence. <laughs> and it's like this sort of very, very tense, quiet, silent, mm. waspish moment that feels quite in tune with like a, the class critique of a lot of this movie. What do you think happened? What would Lena Hedy? Lena Hedy? I've just called her Lena Hedy. Is, yeah. is that her name? I can't remember the name She's of the actress. Cersei. Cersei Lannister. Well, Cersei Lannister. I can't even speak today. Would Cersei Lannister and the family have left then? Knowing that everyone else around them want, wants to kill them, even though they can't do it outside the 365 and a half days, 364 and a half days left in the year, you've got to get out there, haven't you? It would be a blemish on the uh, on the neighbourhood, yeah. for sure. It's like, oh, I've got to move to a different area. Why are you moving? <laughs> they don't want to kill me. Yeah, I always wonder with these things, at what point does the person say, do you know what? I'm going to go live somewhere else, like mm. in a different country where this doesn't happen. It's, it's fly out. Yeah. Brazil. It's always, it's always surprising how many people have stayed. Right. Should we head to the scores, guys? Let's head to some scores. The spreadsheet of dreams, I like to think of it as. And uh, they're all out of five. You can have decimal place if you would like to. And uh, we, we will... <laughs> Yes, thank you. And uh, we will start with you, Eleanor, with your recommendability score. I mean, I recommend this to everyone, so I would give it a five. Fair enough. Elizabeth? Yeah, I really loved it. I love home invasion movies, and this one was gold. I'm going to give it a four. Which of the home invasion movies are you thinking about? Um, well, I've already talked about them a bit. Funny Games and The Strangers are my favourite, too. I think Funny Games is just an immaculate movie because it manages to find a way to have where you just can't get these people to leave. And again, mm. it's that similar thing of social awkwardness of how do you, at what point do you say, just get out of my house, you weird strangers. It's, it's great. Helen. Um, I'm going to go a little bit lower. I'm going to go three. I like the kind of the premise and what it sets out to do, but there gets to a point where the, the kind of, plot holes and the hammering at home just let it down a little bit I'm going to go for I'm going to 4.1 thank you for the point one. This, yeah no worries um, I really like the premise there are holes in there definitely um, but happily happily watched. yeah when you when you suggested it I was like yeah I've not seen it for a while it's good timely in a way uh, political ways and also the, the, the next film is coming out so I'm not sure I'll get to see the the first purge, the fourth film in the cinema. That still annoys me. <laughs> the first um, purge, the fourth film. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah, I do recommend it. It is violent and there are some... It's not that violent though. Yeah, it's not kind it's of not, gory. And it's, not, and it's kind of weird. It's not quite... I wouldn't class it as a horror film. It's more... This is horror enough for me. This is scary for me. It's just, it's definitely home invasion. Yeah, and it's more kind of... I love that bit. It's about tension and, and it's disturbing. Hmm. Rather than like the gore, yeah. But I think when you when you look at these modern horror films, because this was made by Blumhouse Productions, which also made, who also made Get Out, um, this kind of new wave of horror films where it's not necessarily about the gore, it's about the um, perception, it's about how 
people interact with each other and the tension. Although I'd say I don't think that's necessarily new, that kind mm. of high concept stuff. I think that's and something that kind of... Quiet Place is also a recent one, not Blumhouse, mm. but they were part of this. I think it's, I feel it's part of the same wheelhouse, but yeah. Yeah, well, I think there's some stuff that's really kind of commenting and critiquing society, but in a way that I think horror has always been quite interesting at Definitely. doing. It kind of reflecting the like horror can both amplify the worst and feed into it and be a terrible thing, but also be about kind of making visceral and real and kind of critiquing things that need to be critiqued and doing it in a kind of interesting way. Though I, w I would say um, the other movies that you're talking about, The Purge is maybe not with them in terms of subtlety. Yeah, of it's executing very heavy the, Like you will absolutely understand the <laughs> message of The Purge very quickly on and it won't change. <laughs> but um, yeah. Eleanor, repeat viewing score. Out of five. You know what? I'm going to give it a five. I'm just trying to bump up the overall average. I see what you're trying to just do. Many, I'm going to play times, the numbers. How many times have you seen Start of Interest? This um, one? I've only seen, so I've seen every Purge movie once. So this was the second time that I've seen The Purge. Um, and, and on a repeat viewing, it was fine. Do you watch them on your own or do you watch them like with pals? Um, I've watched, this is the only time I've watched it on my own because I'm a, a sort of gigantic baby woman. <laughs> it was very it was very difficult I'm very committed to this podcast <laughs> um, I would give it a two for a P I don't feel like, like I would watch it again but it's not going to be something I like I'm desperate I'm gagging to watch that yeah how many times have you seen it uh, I've seen it twice okay so it'll be a few so, years oh my reckon. god yeah so two yeah. A few so years I'm done I can never watch yeah. it again alright alright <laughs> I would also give it a two because I've seen I've seen it once I've seen it twice I don't really think I need Three to see it again lady. yeah um, I mean I, I might be kind of curious to watch the other ones but I'm probably not going to go out to the cinema and see this one the new one none of, when I tapped in the purge into Netflix none of the others turned up did anyone see them all that, I think this I might be them? the only one that's on yeah. there okay at the moment but you're not you're not necessarily missing that much no I do yeah. like there are the ones yeah. that, you know, they're kind of just fun past the, you pass the time a bit kind of films I think yeah um, but I really can't remember anything that happens in them apart from there's lots of people going out and working out how to kill people have you seen the other, any of the other ones then that's what I'm saying I've seen the other two. Oh, okay before, but you can't remember them before yeah that's yeah it just goes into New York I guess isn't it is it Washington it's, and Los Angeles or something the third one's in Washington cities. I can't remember where the second one is but yeah they're just yeah. like a generic city yeah does it lose some of the magic by not having it all in one the place magic. <laughs> it's a different it's a different film like we were saying you know home invasion it's it's a sort of a different type mm. of tension and i think the latter ones go much more towards spectacle and aspects of that work and don't work do you think home invasion is a predominantly american or more american fear than it is a british one I guess that was probably predicated on having that you're allowed to have Guns, a gun in your house yeah. and like to protect yourself and it's fine to Yeah, and I think it probably goes back to like frontier mentality yeah. and that you would be very, very your neighbours would not be close, so you'd yeah. be scared. Yeah, we don't really have panic rooms over here, do we? They're quite a big thing in America. Are they really? Mm. Yeah. Like panic say that's a banging home yeah. invasion. Because that was another that, that was another part hole. They had a panic room, didn't they? And they could have just hung out in there. Did they? I think, I think we, yeah, we had like bomb we, shelters, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not the same <laughs> um Helen repeat. you said what do you say sorry two, two. I'm gonna go for 2.4 I like it 
I'll watch it again happily. Um, I think there's other things I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch the, the first purge, the fourth version, um, before watching this again, though. But I'll happily watch this again. Small screen score. Uh, I think this one's quite good on a small screen. Mm. I was, I mean, I'm not that, I'm not really a purist about like screen. I think watch it on your mobile, watch it on a big screen. It's not necessarily, this is sacrilege. I mean, a mobile's a bit. Yeah, a bit I mean, <laughs> a bit bigger. iPad is the smallest you can go. <laughs> that's that's the limit. That's the Flix watcher limit. No, no, people do. People have come in saying, yeah, we'll watch yeah, it on Yeah, I watched it on my uh, Apple Watch. <laughs> If I had an Apple Watch, I would. I'd I'd enjoy watching the purge on my Apple Watch. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, So I'm going to give it. You know what? A five. See where this is going. Um, Elizabeth, I actually started watching it on my telephone and found it too dark. Mm. So not too small screen. Yeah, I think that was too small. It was too small a screen. So I'm going to say two. Helen. See, this is tricky because I saw it at the cinema first time around and I quite liked that experience. I like the experience, the shared horror experience. Mm. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of weird, but then watching home invasion films at home are quite fun. That's the claustrophobia. Yeah. yeah. It's like a secret cinema experience in every. <laughs> <laughs> you just get people to jump out like from behind sofas and things. Uh, so, yeah. It's kind of a tricky one. I mean, obviously, if you've seen the fourth one at the cinema and you've not seen the first one, then this is a good moment to get on Netflix and get think caught up. There are people who are going to watch the fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some people who just watch films that come out just because they're new and they may not have been. Yeah. Are they going to the cinema they're in away. 2013? Yeah, they might have that gone week. on the flight to Brazil yeah. to, to miss it. To just get the perch. But I mean... I don't think there's not a lot to yeah. catch you up on plot wise is there, there really moving isn't. from one to each really just isn't. like the purge exists let's get on with the film <laughs> it's kind of the plot every time let's get on with the killing um, um, so, so yeah it's kind of I don't really know how I can score it for it is that's high that's high <laughs> um, yeah four and a bit 4.2 I, yeah I, I don't go watching cinema I've seen it twice at home or yeah, I think it was just at home. Absolutely fine. Um, 4.2. Right, so engagement score. You love score. your decimals. Yes. It's just life. It's like, how tall are you? 180 exactly? I actually like, am, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> life, life has decimals. Are you? Were you one of those kids who was like, I'm three and a half? I probably was. Yeah. I can't remember that. I bet you were. They're always the cutest kids. Hearts are important when you're under 10. Yeah, it's yeah. like, no, yeah. I'm like, I'm four and eight months. It's like, and I'm nearly five. I'm five in three months and four days. Yeah. <laughs> um, engagement score, Eleanor. I'm going to be honest because I did, I took my eyes off the. The prize. Off the prize a little bit when I was watching the this. The purge prize. So I might, I might give it. A f- but it, it, a 4. it 9. hooked me back in. <laughs> you know, no, I'll give it a 4.8. Okay. <laughs> what were you doing when you deviated from the full engagement? I was making my dinner. Mm. What did you have? Um, I had some fish. Very purgy. A perfect accompaniment <laughs> to the batch. Yeah, do you guys do like wine pairings? <laughs> 
No, although sometimes I'm a I feel like I'm a and a purge. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes what? Sorry. Sometimes I probably need to to pair some wine with some films <laughs> to numb the pain. Elizabeth. Um, I was hooked, line and sinker. So I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it four point eight two three <laughs> <laughs> yeah all the, yeah that's right so precise <laughs> helen i'm just gonna go with the straight four um it's the one of the good things about this is it is 85 minutes long so it's actually less than that if you it? exclude the credits it like finishes about bang 81 minutes oh crikey oh that's, that's that's a heavenly runtime mm. that is a good length um yeah i mean for its silliness zips along quite quickly yeah. there's no really like boring law moments in there um and obviously i was probably more engaged the first time i saw it because i didn't know that people were gonna die and things oh you didn't no well no not not, not what, not, what, not, what purge crimes did you think were gonna happen the, the, the person okay. i was like oh that's interesting yeah um i too will give it a 4.821 actually <laughs> let's take it a bit <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I really liked it both times I've seen it. And I've forgotten, I think I've forgotten a lot of what happened. I've forgotten about the boyfriend's kind of storyline and that kind of That wasn't really a storyline though, was it? But I forgot that happened. So then it made me think, okay, what else have I forgotten that happens in the film? So I'd say that's key, Ethan Hawke character development, the boyfriend yeah. storyline. you got to know that he'd do a murder. <laughs> <laughs> that was a retaliation though, I think, because it was just almost guns at dawn. Someone shoots at him. You got to yeah. shoot back. You don't even know who it is. Yeah, it was a standoff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. That gives us an overall score of. You're going to do all the decimal points on this score. Three point eight two one five. That's good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So I lost points and repeat viewing, which I think. Yeah, I don't know. I thought I, I would have thought some people had seen it a few more times. I don't know why I stood up then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Lending gravitas. To what you're yeah, saying. let me just yeah. end up, let's elevate. Core change. Yeah, 3.8215. Pretty strong. Yes. Um, Guys, how can we find you online? Uh, We're on the internet in, in, uh, (laughs) on Twitter. Yeah. What's your Twitter account? Uh, You can follow Radio Atlas at Radio Atlas. Mm -hmm. And I am Ellie underscore McDowell. Not spelt like any of the film stars who are McDowell's. I am on all social medias. Um, I'm on. Are you on LinkedIn? I'm not on LinkedIn actually. Oh, I'm on that's LinkedIn. not a social media, Pinterest. is it? That's a nightmare. I've heard. I am on Pinterest. Okay. You can check out my fun accounts for outfits. Did, um, I'm at Sankles. At Sankles. Um, we were watching Adam Buxton last year at the podcast award, and you did you you spot Eleanor uh, Elizabeth? Sorry. Yeah, we did. I wasn't there. Oh, okay. So I don't know who that was. <laughs> Someone else with long dark hair. Was it my um, body three. double? Yeah. Let's go to these. We have we had some reviews on Twitter. We reached out to people. We always reached out to people and asked them to rate the film. We said we're reviewing the Purge with Sankles and Radio Atlas's Ellie McDowell. Have you seen it? Tell us your thoughts. Uh, tell us your thoughts for an on-air shout out. Um, so we had a couple of people coming back. Do you want to, Elizabeth? Do you want to take the first? Comments. What were they thinking at WWWTT podcast on July 16th? <laughs> said four stars, not bad, 
But the sequel. To be all- fair, that's three stars. Oh, oh my god! I- Although, thank you for bumping it up. <laughs> oh, I'm so embarrassed. Uh, three stars. Not bad, but the sequels were more interesting on an entertainment and symbolism basis. Mm. So the sequels go downhill for you. I would, I would not agree with that take. I think the, yeah, it's well, it's it becomes a very different thing. Um, can you take the the next comment? Uh, exploding helicopter at Chopper Fireball on July the fifteenth says. The Purge is one of the few film franchises which has which has got better. Everyone's got this I'm take. I'm disagreeing with you. The subsequent films have explored the film's central idea in interesting ways. Yet the original Purge rather wastes it. Get out! They didn't write that in this, but uh, all right, okay. Simply <laughs> using it as the launching point for a rather bland home invasion thriller. Oof! Oh, and they've given it two and a half stars. Uh, so it's quite generous considering that review. No, I think it's. They, I think that's. Uh, they match up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, I, I, I do not agree that it is a bland home. I think it's a, a perfect, concise execution of the premise, and that's my five stars. Uh, well, there we go. So Twitter doesn't agree with our scores. A bit lower Twitter, um, but I'm just recommending to watch all of the other purges, including what were they thinking? Podcast says the first purge is three and a half stars compared to this one being. The first purge of the fourth film. Yeah, the first yeah. purge of the fourth. Still uh, not happy about that. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you very much. And um, we love you lots. Thanks oh my so God. Much. Bye. Wow. <laughs> Bye. Cheers, guys. You were just listening to the latest episode of Flix Watcher Podcast. Thank you to Brendan Russell for his sublime editing skills. Mighty people for the tunes you can hear right now. Please do come to iTunes and find us, like, subscribe, share with your friends. Find us on Twitter at Flixwatcherpod and our website, flixwatcher.tv. 